Welcome to Running It Back, the lessons learned from sports podcast. I'm Mike Palmer, joined as always by Tarlin Ray. Tarlin, how are you doing? Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah. So we've only done this, I think this is our second time, our third time. We're going to do a double header. Yeah. Uh, double up. Uh, uh. So I just excited to spend more time with you. Yeah. I do. It's a sad week. Do you want to pour one out for Bismarcky? Early music mm-hmm. that I know you and I enjoyed back in the day. Oh, baby, you. You. You got what I need. And again, for premium listeners, running Can it you back, say he's just you'll get friend. more of Tarlin and Mike singing Bismarcky and others. Oh, greatest. baby, you. So sorry. No, remember this is a double header. We're, free, we're that's coming. free premium content for people. Yeah, we're coming hot. So um, excited to actually flip the script a little bit and actually spend some time talking about sports movies. You may not know, uh, I used to, the, the the only movies I collected, people collect on movies was, you know, sports movies. We can, mm. I can go deep on the various, the miracles of the world, the remember yeah. the Titans. I'm that one who loves that story arc and that moment where someone's going to, through competition and working together as a team is going to come back so i, I i'll watch any sports movies air, runnings air bud did you say air bud air bud yeah i struggle through air bud <laughs> but you did you did watch that's that's a sign you might have a problem if you made it through air bud that is which is a, about a basketball playing dog just for those of you who, who haven't seen it not teen wolf no, Airbud. Yeah, because <laughs> Teen, so, Teen Wolf is a basketball movie too. Don't sure. don't don't be fooled. Yeah, don't yeah. be fooled. It, it is so excited to talk about a movie that just came out, Space Jam. And I can't call anything but Space Jam too. Whenever they yeah. have Space Jam, and it's like whatever. I, yeah. Fine. What's what is legacy, the technical something? title? Sp- the new legacy is that what it is? Sure. Yeah. But in talking about the new movie Space Jam, we have to go back to the 1996 original space jam yes and so this is our opportunity just uh you and i have been texting about it yeah uh, it's just an open mic mm. no pun intended to yeah, yeah. <laughs> to talk about both movies yeah yeah and for me we started this podcast in the throes of the first wave of covid in the u.s when the documentary series the Last Dance came out on ESPN. It's now available on Netflix and it went deep on what's arguably the GOAT, greatest of all time, NBA player, Michael Jordan, and chronicle the six championships he won with the Chicago Bulls. And within that period, he retires in the middle, plays baseball. People know the story. If you haven't, check out our, our back catalog because uh, we went deep on that. But they went into some really interesting depth in The Last Dance around the Space Jam period of Jordan's career. And for me, that made watching Space Jam, the original, just amazing in terms of the depth of understanding that I had because I'd seen the documentary. And then you add to that my 90s nostalgia, which is is pretty high right now. And then seeing the NBA stars of that era on screen, Patrick Ewing, Grandmama, Larry Johnson, Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bogues, Sean Bradley. Also shout out to Sean Bradley 
who is recovering from uh, a bicycle accident, but it looks like he'll be doing all right, Hope ultimately. The first movie I really enjoyed, and maybe it's just because of me, the, the second one, it's Space Jam, A New Legacy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm not, not going to remember that. Yeah, Space Jam, A New Legacy, also known as Space Jam 2. It, it felt forced, I guess, is what I would say. It felt like there were moves that had to be made, assuming that they were making it, but there was less of the, sometimes I dream. That he, is, that he me, is me, that kind of enthusiasm. Twice sing, singing twice in a pod. This is amazing. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, <laughs> but but I felt like it takes you to a time to watch it again. Also, I'd say Michael is amazing on screen. He's just naturally comfortable in his own skin. And watching the two back to back, you do see that while LeBron probably has more range as an actor. Okay, he definitely does because Jordan's just walking around being... Jordan and he wasn't really stretched particularly far I just think there's something transcendent about Michael's charisma that makes the first Space Jam a much better experience as well now come at me if you're a a, a new legacy person I'm ready I'm ready to get in there with you if you think Ali G Don Ch spoilers alert by the way Ali G algorithm algae rhythm i'll get it right algae rhythm algae rhythm is don Cheadle's character who is an algorithm in the server verse at warner brothers which is kind of a cynical idea to begin with whereas in the previous one it's just like aliens you know like let's just keep it simple they're aliens coming here instead i don't even know it, it gets all complicated because like then they're playing in the server verse and and the guys from a clockwork orange are showing up in the background and and I'm like i'm just confused and i feel like i'm being programmed to buy more warner brothers programs and content so i felt over marketed to i found watching the first one refreshing those are my initial impressions so i would say like start there so the 1996 version you know, Jordan is at his height, right? He is the biggest star in the world. And this is before the internet, social and everything else. You you would track anything that Michael Jordan's doing. He was a bigger star um, than the size of his suits at the time. That's how big a star he was. <laughs> it's just overflowing. Uh, I miss the XL days where I thought I was an XL. Just got to swim in your shirts. And these were all like the, huge uh, basketball. I'm like, and, how and, much and garment was being used? <laughs> just <laughs> the waste. We should have a show on that. The waste in fabric. <laughs> we got a fall fashion <laughs> show on the horizon. We'll figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Looking, at, looking at the right guys. But Space Jam was a collaboration it felt more like a collaboration between the nba and a single property mm -hmm. of, of warner brothers and the looney tunes mm -hmm. and building this bridge between kids and the, NBA, the fans love of the nba and creating a fun family movie mm -hmm. you felt like you had more opportunity to see a larry bird and his element are not as a playing golf. You had actual clips of NBA games where NBA players are, you can have a backstory of how they're getting inserted into, yeah. into the game. And then you have Jordan who forget the acting, he's just being Jordan, but you're getting a chance to see a guy who uh, you 
been missing because not a lot of people are tuning into the double a Birmingham baseball. Yes. Baseball games. Yeah. So I felt like as a sports fan, you just had more of that connection. And the last thing I'll say just for that connection, NBA players, I mean, Jordan was a huge star, but Ewing for the, for the Knicks larger than life, especially playing for the Mecca and after losing in the championship. He was supposed to have won, but instead he was filming a space jam. Right. And which I still think Jordan was planting thought seeds in his mind. Of course he was. To help sabotage his championship, but that's a separate conversation. And, and then, and then you have Barkley who Jordan had beaten prior to his right. retirement. So, right. and, and still large in life. Yeah. Grandma, Larry Johnson, who is in all these commercials dunking as, as grandma Johnson, Muggsy Bogues, everyone loves the five, three point guard. When is the last time you saw a five, three yeah. point guard? Dominate. And then you have the seven, six, Sean Bradley, mm-hmm. the Duncan Mormon. Uh, and the, so you just felt like this, like you got to know the players. Okay. Now I'll fast forward to leaving a legacy, leaving a legacy, a, a new legacy, a new a legacy. New, Space jam. Let, let me pitch it to you. Space jam, colon, a new legacy. All right. Space jam too. So it felt like a relationship between Warner Brothers. It, it was a Warner Brothers movie. So I, I was trying to pick out, and you called out some. We had Mad Max, Austin yeah. Powers, mm-hmm. Batman, Superman, Aquaman, the Justice League. We had The Matrix, the Game of Thrones, Harry Potter. We the the number James and the Giant Peach. The number of yeah Warner properties that were flashed at you. Yeah, represented the movie. It felt like. A Warner, like it's a, a rebirth for Looney Tunes. Right. I'm, I'm not sure how popular Bugs and everyone is now. And yeah. it's like come to our Warner properties. Yeah. I felt like then the players, players, similar to practice, the players, Dame Lillard. Yeah. We all know Dame time, but not a huge following. Maybe people follow his rap career, but not yeah. a huge following outside of the uh, Northwest. We had Clay Thompson. <laughs> wet fire <laughs> who we all love as a slash brother but not necessarily the most outgoing of the slash brothers we had the brow so okay you got your teammate on the lakers yeah you know, great uh, diana Taurasi, i love diana Taurasi. yeah but i'm not sure i don't think we gave a, enough of a backstory to diana so people would just know diana mm-hmm. and then who am i missing what is her name i forget um and there, you, and there you go. Yes. We will get her name. Nice. But, but, and she's an awesome player, former Stanford player, sister yeah. plays in the league as well. But I'm just saying it felt like we had no relationship to the NBA players, which is part of the appeal. And so then it was a LeBron movie tied into the video game culture, tied into Warner Brothers, promoting Warner Brothers properties. And so it just felt, it, it, you just didn't feel as connected. Yeah, and it's also- before you, before, you, before you go, I just want to say one more thing. This is the last thing. Please. In the next two minutes, I'll say. It took me four times to watch the movie. I <laughs> fell asleep three straight nights. Yeah. And the HBO Max app, I think, is pretty awful. But I had to, it's hard to rewind and fast forward on your iPad- but I had to, I, I got stuck at the 27th minute for three straight nights. And then finally, because I knew we were doing it today, I, everyone else was watching those and I just 
power through the rest of the movie. Right. So I'll just leave you with that too. Well, which which does take me to a Clockwork Orange too, where it's almost like there's eye droppers and you're you're forced. It's like a Looney Tunes thing. You you can't blink your eyes. You got to watch the rest of a new legacy. But yeah, I mean, for me, Warner Brothers, Warner, come at me too. I, I, I got beef with you. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. Marketing 101. You know, your message can't be, we have everything. It's the same problem I have with HBO Max. Again, come at us. If our sponsors, my, our opinions may change. But HBO Max, like Big Bang Theory next to Game of Thrones. Pick a lane. What are you doing? Filter for me. I'm a busy man. I need to, need to get my programming tighter. And if you're trying to sell something to the next generation who may already like the NBA, and then you're trying to promote some products to them, promote thematically appropriate stuff. So to your point, the Looney Tunes, and I hear the Looney Tunes are making a comeback. I'm supportive of that idea. I enjoyed them growing up. They're good for parents. Don't call it a comeback. They've been here for years. They've been here for years. And that was the other thing, eight mile, Porky Pig doing eight mile, grandmama, like grandmama doing, not grandmama, sorry, grandma in Looney Tunes. Doing doing, the Matrix. Doing the Matrix. It just felt like they had this capability. And then the fact that all these NBA players were, CGI hybrids that maybe looked a little bit like them, but also didn't. So, and they had weird, I don't even know how they came up with the concepts for their power. They were thematically all over the place. Once, you know, Dana Tarasi is like a part snake. Clay is like water and fire. Is it, is it just that some animators had a good reason? Because his jumper's wet. And when your jumper's wet, you can be on fire. I know. I know. I get it. I just wanted to explain it to you. But it just felt a little high concept where I thought it just got in the way. It's almost like too much CGI without a reason to use it uh, is my take on the the new one. And then I also felt like LeBron, I guess he he's really just cashing checks here, but it kind of came across a little bit thin. I've seen it compared to an after school special. I think there was a little bit of that element to it. I'm here. Okay. I was doing deep research on the last player who was the spider-like member of the Goon yes. Squad. Arach- Neka Agumiki, right? Agumiki. Agumiki, I would say, yeah. Yes, Agumiki. So Neka Agumiki. And so that was the squad. Yeah, which was not, to your point, which is not Barkley, Ewing, Grandmama, Muggsy, and Sean Bradley. I could rattle that off right now. And the NBA has a pantheon now that if they got the A-listers, you know, Dame is close. Clay is close. AD is to LeBron sidekick. I don't know. I it's it's confusing casting. Whereas the pure form, Space Jam one, don't call it a comeback because it's the first one, was amazing. And I, it's the more we talk about Space Jam, a new legacy, the more I fall in love over and over again with Space Jam, the original. It's just an OG. You're just a guy, yeah, yeah. It's an old man on your porch, yeah, yelling, get off my, my porch. Yeah. You millennials and you Gen Z, you don't understand that. That's, but, I feel, I'm getting a little feeling yeah. of that. But before you get off my porch, could you reprogram my VCR? Cause I can't get my Space Jam to play. I I have the VHS tape. It's just blinking this, 12 o'clock all the no, time. I don't no know. one will come and fix my VCR. And can you also look at my answering machine real quick and my fax machine? So yeah, yeah. I, I love the inclusion of the WNBA players. I just think, and maybe NECA is, 
is a great player. Just the appeal, how much appeal it's a crossover to the broader audience. Not sure. Diana Taurasi is the OG. Yeah. I think she's playing in her fifth Olympics right now. So we hope that the women's team wins again. I, I do think there's one redeeming aspect of it. And maybe I'm fall for the storyline and having a message, which yeah. is LeBron's message for LeBron as a dad is to allow his son, he's, he's pushing his son into basketball and he's out wanting to practice for hours and his son is making video games mm-hmm. and his son wants him just to be able to do him, be himself. And so that was the lesson, the message that came across. Not only did LeBron let the Looney Tunes do them, do them, the yeah. Looney, yeah. in order to come back from over a thousand points down. Which was a brilliant, but, brilliant coaching maneuver by LeBron. I mean, un- unbelievable. The not way sell that the, short. The half, yeah, yeah. We often aren't be able to be into the in the locker room with the yeah. halftime adjustments. Yeah. But that adjustment, you could see him just. Unprecedented access. Pretty pretty amazing. So I I thought that was um, a great message. One, two, I also appreciated the little shout out in a way to to the gaming community, Mm -hmm. which there has to be tie-ins to esports, but more importantly, sort of the NBA jam-like feel of the game. Mm -hmm. So instead of LeBron and, and the players trying to be loony, that you have power-ups and other things that you would see in other games. So I, I liked the video game, a little bit of the video game aspect. Yeah. I liked, as corny as it may be, I liked the messaging. I took it away because it's something as a dad with older kids, I continue to have to make sure I keep in mind. And for you with a younger son, make yeah. sure let Matthew be Matthew. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that that resonated. Yeah, and, and truth be told, we did a a show on alpha sports, alpha parents, alpha dads in particular, talking about Earl Woods, Richard Williams, and LeVar Ball. If anything, this was LeBron steering clear of the cautionary tale of the the head of Big Baller. And instead of following in LeVar Ball's footsteps, LeBron charts his own path and allows his kid to become a brilliant uh, programmer. Also, I mean, come on, the kid was really good. I mean, the game. Really good. <laughs> I mean, come on, LeBron. Like, play with your head up. You know, it's, you know, come on. But, but yeah, I think there there's some themes. It depends on how old your kids are and at what point a corny message rings as a little bit corny. But I think LeBron as a father figure to a generation, I, I kind of get it. And I also think he's coming around in a very different phase than Jordan did where Jordan was squeaky clean and his reputation was protected. LeBron is pretty clean, but he's in an age where everything's on social media. You know, his tweet to Giannis is, is analyzed to a degree that Jordan never had to, had to manage. And even him showing up uh, to watch the finals while Space Jam, a new legacy was dropping. He is in a different world context than Jordan was And I think it's hard to compare the two. I do think for LeBron, more as a businessman and as someone who's smart about the types of projects he gets involved in for his his own future prospects, I think it was good that he got it under his belt. It felt like he kind of had to do it. I just think some of the lack of that energy that was in the first run 
I would have liked to have seen a little more of that in the second run. But that leaves us open for Space Jam 3, Giannis in space. I think it's coming, Tarlin. I, I have a good feeling about it. I need the people at Warner to hit me up at Running It Back FM on Twitter. Let us know what you think about Space Jam 3. Giannis has the lead. Working title doesn't really exist yet. But closing thoughts from you, Tarlin, as we wrap up on Space Jam. So please don't do another one. We're good. We are probably in the same camp as the critics, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes. But the audience score is high. So it is a good family friendly i do think that we have done ourselves a disservice you know if we're in the siskel Evert. so that is something we have to we will have future sports movies but we need to figure out whether or not they get four microphones or whatever whatever it will be but i appreciate the work that they did on lebron's hair in the movie it felt like it was there and i appreciate that we are in a new generation so there was a little bit of a call out to technology and you couldn't get away from it i will watch it again with my family because i i forced them to watch space jam i want to be able to make that comparison i want that feedback but you know please all i say from a warner property standpoint is this is it yeah and we don't need seven seven police academies was aggressive we can stick with two space jams all right. Well, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what, you know, if the audience response is as high as Rotten Tomatoes is telling us, I have a feeling that there may be uh, some executives at Warner Brothers who are thinking a little bit differently about the future of this franchise, in which case hit me up. I think Giannis would, you know, I'm not really representing him yet, but I think it's a great idea for him. He's, he's ready for more. He just needs uh, the right ideas put in front of him. And then I would say, as you were talking, I was looking it up. There has never been an NBA jam, the movie. And I feel like that is something that needs to happen because as you were describing, some of the elements that I did like about the new show were exactly what you described. The new film did have some elements that I think if you got creative with more, just show more basketball and get some CGI integrated into, it almost reminds me of the old uh, Harlem Globetrotters cartoons, but blend the Roger Rabbit technology and make the tech more interesting I think there's something there, there. Maybe it's developed for direct to streaming. But hit us up. Tarlin lives in the greater Los Angeles area. I I just know a lot about movies because I talk about them a lot. We like to find lessons learned from sports. Tarlin, wonderful getting some time with you. The doubleheader is always fun. All right. And for our listeners, if you like what you're listening to, subscribe, write us a review, tell your friends. Keep on running it back with us here at Running It Back.